Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak Podcast Experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian, nutrition coach, and the trusted voice in your, your sports nutrition needs, basically. Okay, or at least I hope I am. Okay, I hope I am. So today, what I'm going to talk about is flexible diet, dieting. Sorry, but specifically flexible dieting do's and don'ts. Okay, things you should be doing to make it better for yourself and make it more effective, and things you should be avoiding when you're doing flexible nutrition, flexible dieting, whatever you want to call it to make it more effective and not kind of fall for the pitfalls that many individuals do fall for. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into the podcast. So when it comes to flexible nutrition, flexible dieting, like I said, whatever you want to call it, there are good ways and bad ways to do it. Okay, it's like any dietary approach. It's like any nutrition plan. It can be done poorly. Okay, and there's a lot of examples, and I've seen it a lot of times where people are doing flexible nutrition really poorly. Okay, so even though I'm an advocate for it, like I'm a big fan of, of flexible nutrition, and I have a flexible approach to my nutrition with myself and with a lot of my clients, that doesn't mean that I don't understand that there are ways to do this incorrectly and that there are a lot of issues with the diet potentially if done incorrectly. Okay, I also understand that the diet is not for everyone. Okay, at the same time, that's the thing that separates the, the zealots out there that are pushing dietary approaches is they think that that's the only way and that's the best way. And there's no issues with it. There's no cons. But I'm a dietitian. Okay, being a sports dietitian, we've got to realize that different diets have different pros and cons and different do's and don'ts. And that's why I want to share with you today the do's and don'ts of flexible nutrition, okay, of the diet that I do myself. And these are things that I've seen over the years been done well and things that have been done incorrectly as well. Okay, so I hope it's an informative podcast for you. And yeah, we'll just get straight into it. Like I said, I've broken it down between flexible nutrition do's, okay, the ones that get the Chuck Norris thumb of approval, or the flexible nutrition don'ts, okay, which gets the Commodus disapproval thumb, okay, downwards. So let's start with the flexible nutrition do's, okay? Number one, your adjustment or slash calibration, whatever you want to call it, should be completely individualized, okay? Should be based on your goals. Should be based on your clinical history, your nutrition history, weight history, sports history, all that sort of stuff. It should be based on your biofeedback, okay? How is your nutrition affecting your physiology? How, how are you responding to your nutrition plan? Should be based on your condition, okay? Your current condition and different elements and your sport, Okay, so as you can see, you can't just be like, well, my friend cut calories by 200 calories to cut weight further, so I'm going to do that as well. No, yours has to be completely individualized. Okay, and that's where having like a sports dietitian can help because we take out that guesswork and we do that for you. We tell you how to adjust it. But even so, like if you, even if you're doing it alone, just remember, always consider your own individual circumstances before making a change because every adjustment, every calibration needs to be individualized. Okay, number two is that your macro balance should be worked on. So even though calories in, calories out is ultimately what dictates results, especially specifically for body composition, you still want to move hopefully to, uh, hopefully to the to the macro balance side of things, okay? Actually focusing on protein and maybe even the other, other macronutrients because that's going to make it a, more, a lot more balanced and it's going to help fuel for your specific needs, make your nutrition a lot more of a quality, like a more high quality, so to speak. And it's going to influence your performance, okay? Because your macro balance influences performance. So work on your macro balance. The third do is plan, 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 okay? Planning makes you better. So be proactive, okay? Don't wing it, okay? Don't be reactive to nutrition. Always be proactive and plan ahead. Plan in any ways you can. It doesn't have to be the most elaborate, perfect planning. It just has to be something to make it easier for you to stick to your nutrition and do the right things, okay? So planning, 
makes you better. Remember that. Okay, and then the fourth thing is be patient and consistent. Okay, this is a big do for flexible nutrition is you gotta still be patient, you still gotta be consistent because it takes time and it takes the right adherence to achieve the results you want as well as the other stuff like calibration and all this sort of stuff. So you gotta be patient, you gotta be consistent because results shouldn't come overnight, okay? There shouldn't be any quick fix results. If there are, the plan's not really good. As much as it may seem crazy to say that, if the plan is working too rapidly, it may not be a good idea, okay? So be patient and consistent because it just does take time, okay? And if you're wondering, okay, how adherent do I have to be? Well, about 95% is a gold standard, okay, in my practice. So if someone's adhering to their nutrition by 95% and I'm confident in that, they're confident in that, then we can determine and kind of gauge, yeah, whatever they're eating right now is influencing the results we're seeing. So you gotta be adherent, you gotta be patient, you gotta be consistent. Okay, so that's the flexible nutrition do's. It's not an exhaustive list. There are others, but I just want you to show you um, the main ones, basically. Okay, the main ones. Now I'm going to go into the flexible nutrition don'ts. Okay, these are things you have to avoid. I've seen this happen time and time again, and it leads people astray. Okay, so number one, just eating anything and everything as long as calories are hit. So in other words, if it fits your calories. Now this can lead to a lot of issues, such as the second point in the don'ts, which is a lack of whole food intake or okay, a nutritionally poor diet. Because really eating anything and everything without thinking about the, the macros and thinking about the quality of your food is going to lead to an imbalance between quality and quantity. And that's not going to be good for health because remember, you've got to be fueling yourself correctly but also be considering your long-term health. You can't just be going, oh, well, I can eat donuts all day and still hit my calories. Yeah, well, technically, yes, and you, still, and you will still get the same results because if you eat in your caloric deficit, you'll still lose weight, for example, or you know, whatever your goal may be. But it's not going to be viable. It's not going to be healthy. And saying I definitely do not recommend. So do not eat anything and everything as long as your calories are hit. Focus on quality as well. And, if, and also, when you get to that stage, focus on macros. Now, as I mentioned, the second thing was a lack of whole food intake. So don't, don't be nutritionally imbalanced. So that kind of goes hand in hand with the first one. So I won't kind of bore you with that again. But the next thing is a lack of consistency, both with your calories and your macros. So I said one of the do's is be patient and consistent. Well, I need to iterate again. Uh, reiterate, sorry, again, that the lack of consistency on the other side of the equation is a big don't, okay? Don't be inconsistent. You don't have to always be perfect, but being inconsistent is the thing that might get you the lack of results that you're hoping you wouldn't be kind of dealing with. Always try and be as consistent as possible, even if it's imperfect, consistent action with calories, with macros, with nutrition as a whole, because that's going to get you the long-term results over time, okay? So lack of consistency is a big don't. The next thing is guesstimation instead of measuring, okay? Do not guesstimate unless you need to, okay? There are only specific times you need to be guesstimating, and that's things like when you're out with friends, you know, eating like takeaway, eating fast food, or at a restaurant, when you're maybe at a party, and you don't want, you know, don't want to be like, hey, can I use your scales, okay? Don't want to be that person, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, there's sometimes when you have to guesstimate or if someone else has prepared something. So when you have to, work on those guesstimation skills, but don't guesstimate just because it's easier, okay? Don't be in the kitchen. Like I've had like clients when they first get started and then we have to work on this, this pattern of thinking where they're like, well, I've, you know, I've been doing this for ages and I feel like I'm pretty good with my portions. No, we're not built for portion control. You ask me to portion out a certain amount of peanut butter, for example, I'll give you triple the amount that I thought I would. Okay, things like this you've got to be careful with. So do not guesstimate, measure where possible. And then as time goes by and you do truly become more intuitive with your eating, that's when things can be a bit more relaxed, I guess. But that's saying for a later stage. We're not even going to be talking about that today. All you need to know is if you're starting flexible nutrition, measure. Don't guesstimate unless you need to. Trust me. 
And then the final thing is the weekend paradigm. That's a big don't. Now, you're probably wondering, what is the weekend paradigm? It's a concept that I created. So I named it the weekend paradigm because what I found was a lot of individuals would be really, really good with their diet during the week. And then on the weekend, they would eat to such a high calorie amount that that would offset any deficit they were otherwise in during the week. And what this meant was they weren't in a deficit anymore. Okay, Their weekly balance was off and therefore the results they were getting were not in line with what they were hoping for because they weren't realizing the impact the weekend had. Hence, the weekend paradigm. So don't get stuck in that rut. Don't go off the rails on the weekend. Still have some level of control and plan for it if you need to. There are different strategies that I can help you to, to make your re- weekends a bit more relaxed while still maintaining control. So if you want if you want to reach out to me and get some coaching for myself, just let me know, okay? I'm more than happy to see if I'm the right fit for you. But yeah, weekend paradigm is something that you want to be watching out for. Don't go off the rails on the weekend. It does have an impact. It's a third of your calories. If you think a third of your calories done incorrectly, it's not enough to make an impact in a negative way. Well, go ahead and try it and you'll continue seeing the lack of results. Okay, trust me. Weekend paradigm is something to watch out for. So there you go. Okay, so that's the flexible nutrition do's and don'ts that I wanted to share with you today. Like I said, it's not an exhaustive list, but it's a list that's good enough for you where you are right now to give you a starting point. Okay, because it's important to understand some principles of the things you got to do and don't do when you're doing a diet, such as flexible nutrition. Okay, so make sure you're adjusting and calibrating with an individualized approach. Make sure you're focusing on macro balance. Make sure you're planning, being patient and consistent. Make sure you're not just eating for calories. Make sure you're not eating a nutritionally poor diet. Make sure you're not lacking consistency. Make sure you're not guesstimating. Always measure where possible. And of course, do not forget to not let the weekend sway your caloric balance. Okay, so I hope this has been helpful. Now, like I said, if you want to reach out to me and see how I can help you through one-on-one nutrition coaching, okay, to be your personal sports dietitian and help you feel correctly, you know, maximize your nutrition and just feel more in control, then reach out to me. Okay, my email is in the show notes below, Alexa at theclimbydietitian.com.au, dietitian with a T. Otherwise, you can just, you know, reach out to me on Instagram at theclimbydietitian and just say, hey, listen to your podcast. What can you do for me? Okay, and I'll let you know. Yeah, I have a great 90-day program now as well, which is a macro 90-day macro Sherpa program, which will take you from where you are now closer to where you want to be in the first 90 days. Okay, I'm going to teach you how to use flexible nutrition and get you started. So if that's of interest to you, let me know. Otherwise, if you've got any questions, please shoot them my way as well. More than happy to answer any questions to clarify any of this stuff for you. And yeah, hope this has been an informative episode. I'll talk to you next time. You have a great day. Okay, stay safe as always. Stay classy. I'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free, valuable content. So, yeah, please check it out, guys. And, yeah, until next time, thank you.